All right, so we are on the air with the one and only Shifa. Um, Shifa, could you introduce yourself to all the Endeavor staff around the world? Sure. My name is Zakia Shifa, but um, people call me Shifa by my last name. I know it's it's probably sounds weird, but um, we <laughs> here in Indonesia, most of us only have full name and nickname, so we don't have first name, last name, and I go by Shifa. Nice to meet you all. Hey, what team are you on? How long have you worked at Endeavor? Which office? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm from Endeavor Indonesia, part of the ESG team. Um, I joined Endeavor in November 2018, so I'll be a little over two years now. Um, I'm managing um, portfolios, pipeline, whatever the ESG does. Um, yeah, and I've been enjoying my time here with Endeavor. And, and you've got to mention what I think is probably the biggest and best part of any Endeavorian's job, which is Salesforce champion. You were a Salesforce champion, was it last year? Yay. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, no, actually. <laughs> was it two years ago? See, the pandemic makes us forget about the timeline. Uh, it was 2019 to 2020. So like mid 2019 and then until 2020 in March. Wow. Okay. And, and that's actually the... Um, or May, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd like to talk to you today about because, and obviously, like, I've been waiting to talk about Salesforce on one of these podcasts for a long, long time since I, I love it, obviously. Um, and I'm actually, I get really inspired by people who also love it. And it's a pity that, like, people can't see what your Salesforce homepage looks like because you've just completely tricked it out with an amazing dashboard and like very actionable. It's beautiful. And you're just an all-star when it comes to Salesforce. And I'm curious, how did you get interested in Salesforce in, in general, like systems and processes? Yeah. Um, so when I joined Endeavor, there were a lot of transitions going on in my office. My MD was transitioning out. A lot of senior uh, staffs uh, were transitioning out. So I guess I got to know Salesforce and doing Salesforce by accident in the beginning because there was no other people <laughs> in the office that really pay attention, but also it has not been a culture really in my office. Um, people look at Salesforce as an administrative things rather than something that we can really help us. Um, and so some of stuff are recorded there, some of them are not. Um, and so when I came to the office and I, I felt um, firsthand how painful transition was because there's no uh, sufficient data that we can dig on Salesforce. I was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta be better. We gotta clean this up and to make sure that any transition whatsoever in the future, not that I'm planning to leave Endeavor anytime <laughs> soon, but if like we do have transition in the future, it's not gonna be this painful. This is for our future generation, for our better <laughs> decision-making. So uh, that's that's how um, I came to know Salesforce. I, I never knew Salesforce 
in my previous jobs uh, before. So uh, it was something new and I found it really interesting. It was in the beginning of, um, we are transitioning into lightning. And so everything I know is um, in the lightning format, but um, I saw how helpful it was, um, even just knowing it a little bit. And then I kept learning and learning and thanks to the global team to, to, to be able to, to help me. Um, when I was such a newbie to Salesforce, it was really helpful. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it got started. <laughs> well, that, that's a you know like particular credit to um, to Mac, who was our senior admin at the time, and Sanjay. And now we we have Ahmed. I mean, like Endeavor's blessed with just absolutely all star admins. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned mm -hmm. culture was like not super Salesforce driven, data driven. I remember since I've been at Endeavor for like seven years, I've been working with the Indonesia office for all that time. And I yeah. love the Indonesia team. Um, there's a special place in my heart for Indonesia because I was there, lived there for a little bit. And changing a culture is not easy. And that's, yeah, ever since I can remember, that was not the culture. So like, aside from your own personal interest, how did you go about convincing people in the office like hey this is actually really important and not so intimidating mm. yeah especially when i was like the the most junior staff uh, that joined endeavor um, it was it was double challenge <laughs> for me <laughs> but i think i guess this it was um the situation was on my favor because um everything was felt like crumbling already Everything felt like a mess when a lot of people are transitioning. So um, with that being said, a lot of new initiatives have a room to to bloom, right? You know what I mean? So when, when things are... Um, not in status quo, it's easier to, to bring up new initiatives, new ideas, and a new way of work, new way of doing things. And so I guess that was um, the situation that happened. And I, I can say it was in my favor. Um, but other than that, I guess um, everybody was also feeling how painful the transition was. And I brought this to them and say, hey, this is the only way that we're going to prevent this from happening again. So please, please do this and leave whatever the culture before. And let's start like a new page in our um, in our organization. And I'm curious, what was like the biggest pain point? Was it like, we have no idea who's in the mentor network? Or was it like, I don't know, who's <laughs> a good mentor? What, what were those pain points? Okay, let me think. Um, okay, so that is also a pain point, but I guess the, the biggest one was, um, actually to know who are in our pipeline and where are they, what stage they're in, what what are their status, what is the last touch points, and what do we do with the current pipeline? Is there any follow-ups needed and stuff like that? And that is the most important thing because we work with the entrepreneur and they're highly um you know they're, they're busy people, they're they're highly achieved people. We don't want to just appear to them and come to them and hey may i know what is the last touch point it just doesn't sound professional right and so that is the main pain points that we need to know and that's where we really found that oh 
um, we we have a mess here <laughs> that we need to clean up. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and it's still going on. The process of cleaning up our pipeline, it's a continuous uh, yeah. process. Yeah. It's not just going to be um, done in one month or so. It's it's a continuous process. And yeah. so, you know, there's one thing to have interest in like getting a beautiful Salesforce instance and clean data. Um, but we know that you know, even if you have the interest, it's, there are some things that are not super easy or some things that can actually take time, even if you know how to do it. And so I'm curious, how did you not only get the interest since, okay, it's clear that there was like, a, you know, some problems. So there's, that's the source of interest. But how do you get the commitment or what did you do to kind of like, you know, here are the carrots and here are the sticks to make sure that people are actually uh, using Salesforce the way they should. Mm, good question. Um, I guess first you, you have to have the, the patience <laughs> to, um, to, you know, to get people on board it um, and just uh, consistently reminding them and like we have Excel sheets and, and all that. And we still do for some exercise, which we're not, um, you know, able to do it on Salesforce. But from the, those Excel sheets, I try to link everything to Salesforce so that hopefully um, they will get used to it more. So for example, we have a, a database on our mentor on Excel sheet, but also I put Salesforce link on our active mentor database report on Salesforce on the top line and make sure people see it um, and it's highlighted, whatever, um, but it's there. And so everything we do, I try to show to the team that everything we do is there on Salesforce and we can get this in the same insights as we do in Excel sheet. Um, and it's more sustainable because it's always there uh, for the future generation, <laughs> um, for people who will come after, after us and continue this office. Um, so that's one. And then the second, I think to just get the buy-in from the, um, from, from my MD as well. And, and now my director, uh, Davina, um, that this is important. So when they see this is important, then they will help me to, to enforce this, that this is important. Um, other than that, I think just playing with the dashboard and report and show them how beautiful they are um, and how helpful as well um, to make us more uh, professional. Uh, and also I think that the biggest turning point was when we were able to show our dashboard for our performance um, to our board members. And they were ah. so blown away. Like, whoa, this is something you like. You never showed this before. This is awesome. <laughs> so I guess that was a big push as well uh, from the board. Yeah. That's I guess it start from there. I mean, it's now, I, I wouldn't say it's perfect um, as in, you know, how I wish it would be, but we are getting there. And, and I think it's important uh, for listeners to know just like the complete transformation now you guys, you in particular, constantly pushing us at Global, like, okay, why, why aren't you guys using Salesforce to the best of your abilities? Or why aren't you using like Open to do, you know, the full selection process, which is just awesome because I think everybody needs the kick in the pants and you guys are such a success story that 
um, you've got the authority to kind of like demand a really high bar, raise the bar, as everybody's saying now. Um, I know we've got only like five minutes left, so I want to uh, touch on a couple of things. First is just at a very high level, like biggest takeaways from Salesforce champions, um, since I think there's so much like, magic to it, except it's hard to distill in just a like, mm -hmm. PowerPoint. So uh, you could tell people, give, give your like champions pitch. <laughs> okay. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity um, given to me to participate in Salesforce Champion. And I think it was just an awesome program um, where it opens like a whole new world for me because I was never a data person or like an admin person. And that was really eye-opening. And it it's like opened... Um, or at least let me know that there, there, there's a whole new opportunity out there if you if you want it to go there. Um, and as in, for my uh, for my job right now, and maybe my skill the skill sets that I that I have already, this is such a a great value added to to my skill set. Um, and I'm sure that this is no time wasted. This is this will be super helpful. Um, to add to my portfolio um, to for my future um, future jobs or future um, for yeah for my future jobs and so that's that's from personal point of view right but bigger than that is that um, this is a great way to to really learn what data can do to your office to make your office more professional more data driven and to help everybody actually um, in your office to be um, as data driven as you are. Um, and, and actually this is, this is super helpful. Like if you're MD, um, this is super helpful for your decision-making as well. So there's no, nothing to lose for you. And this is actually, um, will change um, a lot of things in your office um, to a better way. So um, yeah. I guess right. for MDs out there, like never hesitate to send <laughs> one of your staff to 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 join Salesforce Champion. It's super worth it. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I'm just going to take that clip. I'm gonna just like take that and just paste it everywhere on Slack and on WhatsApp and on emails. Everybody should be a <laughs> champion. Um, but what's great? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not only are you the Salesforce Champion for Indonesia, but you really assumed almost like a regional. Uh, role in terms of like showing the power of Salesforce. I know you did trainings with the Vietnam team. So if you could just kind of like quickly highlight some of you know, the, the regional aspects of, of Endeavor product and, and how you've thought about like training people, not just in your office, but in other teams as well. Yeah, um, I guess, I mean, other than we felt like this is one endeavor and especially for APAC offices, we were so close. We had like yearly retreat together and we were very close. Um, I, I also came to the, uh, came about 
um, to knowing Salesforce and know how important it is because I, I felt the pain, right? Um, and it was too much mess um, when I knew this or started cleaning this after a couple of years of operation. So when I saw a new office like Vietnam, um, I immediately, what came to my mind was to check whether they're doing things properly on Salesforce. And I talked to them um, just to make sure that they're doing things properly and just to let them know that this is super beneficial for you. And especially, I mean, they did have uh, some transitions in the past and hopefully what they what they decided to do um, helped them throughout these transitions. So that was that was why. And um, they welcomed the idea um, and it was, I was happy to do that. It's, it's, it's like my, I mean, um, when you when you when you receive something good and you feel the benefit of it, you want to share it to other people. I think that's just natural to do that, All right? So that's that's what happened. <laughs> All right. So that kind of leads me into the last and final question. Based off of what you just said, I could take a guess, but what is your favorite endeavor value? Yeah, I kind of spill a little bit there, but um, <laughs> my favorite and their value will be pay it forward. <laughs> um, just because I feel like this is something that is um, that I've lived for a long time, and it's it's not only giving me the joy that I never expected, but also. It's amazing how it can change other people's in in a way that we didn't know um, before. Um, and when I when I first joined Endeavor, I was so humbled by the um, by meeting all these awesome awesome mentors, board members, and entrepreneurs who come here not only to you know, of course, we're a mission-driven organization, but not only to that mission, but they they just good people, uh, in you know, deep in their heart. They're very, very good people, and they just want to be helpful to other people. Um, and that's, that has been a culture that we can be proud of here at Endeavor. Um, and one, one evidence that I can tell is, for example, uh, one of my new recently selected EEs. Um, in our onboarding call, remember, in, in our onboarding call, he already asked, what can he do back to give back to Endeavor? And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess people can smell that culture already. And it's it's been very rewarding and humbling experience to, to be able to be in this ecosystem and to be surrounded by these awesome people. All right. So with that, I'm just going to volunteer you to, you know, do any Salesforce mentoring at any, for any office at any, you know, time of day, just go to Shifa. She wants to pay it forward. Um, this was so much fun. And yeah, I'm just like, ah, I could talk about Salesforce and you know, open for like hours upon hours, but I'm supposed to keep this to like 15 minutes. I think we're a bit over. So just, <laughs> just thank you. This was awesome. And um, yeah, it's been great chatting. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not as expert as Sanjay or Ahmad, um, <laughs> but I can help with some things. Um, so feel free to, to reach me out, especially for offices in the Asian time zone. 
Because awesome. we have the time zone. It's it's probably easier. <laughs> time zone is the bane of Endeavor's existence. All right. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Oh, this is continuing to record. I meant to stop recording. Okay, now I'm going to stop recording.